Hi, this is Michelle Lassley with Balance Shared, a space where I truly believe we are better together. Ostera is the equinox. Ostera happens around March 20th or 21st every single year, on the day we start Aries season, which is the first sign in the zodiac. Ostera is in the middle of the time of dawning, where the time of dawning goes from Imbolc to Beltane or Mayday. Ostera is right in the middle of those sabbats. Ostera is one of the solar holidays, which follows Yule. After Ostera will be Litha, and then in the fall we will have Mabon. Ostera, or Easter, has origins linking to our Christian Easter celebrations. This is the time of year when you take a look at the path of the goddess and the god, where they're new or young. The god was reborn at Yule, and so here he is a young boy, and at the same time we're celebrating the maidenhood of the goddess, just before she really enters the mother phase. Ostera, Imbolc, and Beltane are fertility festivals. This is where the goddess is next impregnated by the god. The god holds two roles, both father and son. The goddess also holds two roles, both wife and lover to the god, and also mother. In the Christian tradition, this is where we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus, his death and his resurrection. While in Christianity there is an emphasis on the life of resurrection, you can't get to that life without death. Now, when you look at the wheel of the year, we are typically celebrating death and resurrection during shadow time. We align death before Yule and resurrection with Yule, the winter solstice, because that is when we see the return of light. During shadow time in our northern hemisphere, it's darker, it's night. Things are composting. Shadow time is death, and the resurrection is aligned with when nature is around us, when it's composting. Personally, that's when I want to work on celebrating death, when we're in alignment with the environment around us. Spring is an obvious resurrection or birth, but our light has already returned. We are well into the celebration of resurrection. That birth really begins with Imbolc when we get those first stirrings of spring. And it doesn't matter where in the northern climate you are, you can start to see the shift where the snow melts or buds start peeking through. When we have reached Ostera, we are firmly implanted in spring. Interestingly, our Gregorian calendar has us celebrating this as the start of spring. Again, compare this to the wheel of the year. Ostera is in the middle of the time of dawning. I think we have an inherent confusion celebrating death when there is life coming up all around us. Christianity built its religion borrowing from traditions around it, namely what we call paganism today. So we celebrate both death and life three months later than our wheel of the year would suggest. I think we have inherent confusion here when we celebrate death when all around us is life, and it makes me curious. What did it serve to ignore the growing of the god? The goddess is completely erased. So we completely ignore the transformation of a young girl to mother to wise woman, and the young boy features of the god are completely erased as well when we have him born, 
and Christianity at Yule and then kill him off at Easter. His life is compressed into three months instead of following the entire year. Her life is erased. So what does it serve to ignore our growing up rites of passage and erase one sex entirely? When I look at these, when I look at it these days, when I look at our society, the way we do things, the way we work ourselves, we hustle, it all feels so confused. If you listen to me talk at all during shadow time, hopefully you heard me request that you stop rushing. Hopefully you heard me invite you to not do anything two weeks before Yule. Hopefully you heard me say we should be stopping and pausing and taking time to assess what's happened before. Our invitation during shadow time at Yule is to decide on new choices and integrate them. Our invitation is to work on figuring out how we're going to integrate those choices. And when we don't give that pause, we confuse ourselves. We go against nature. When we look at these traditions, they used to be aligned to nature. For the past two to 3,000 years, we've taken these nature-aligned traditions and we shook them up and then we removed the nature alignment. We added to our confusion, to our hustle, to our run, run, run. And my constant invitation to you is to ask questions, to show up with curiosity. This is why I like pontificating and discussing these sort of points and seasonal ties. Where are we constantly asking? What can we learn from nature around us? Whether you believe in paganism or not, this is a reminder of taking a look at our world around us. What we are doing. Could we do things differently? Would it benefit us to do things differently? This is your invitation to live a life of inquiry. So this Ostera, which every year marks the beginning of Aries season, the start of a new zodiac, new year, let's review where you might be. You've had time to take a look at your goals, and if you work with me and my friend Michelle, we set our goals during the Capricorn new moon, during that time of reflection built into shadow time in the wheel of the year. Consider this as a time to really edit, really take a look as if we're mocking the eight phases of the moon. So we've done that preparing. Now what's going on? How can we revise our goals? The big plans we had at the beginning of the year, do they still fit? Is there something that needs to be made bigger or tamed and reeled in as we refocus? I want to invite you this Ostera to really take that Aries fire and start new and make any resolutions you're going to make for the year. Make them now. Now that we've had almost three months to think about where 2021 is going, how is it shaping up for you? What do you want to get out of this year? Every year is a new year in our development and our self-growth and peeling back the layers of life. What do you want to take with you at the end of this year? Happy Spring Equinox, and I can't wait to see and hear about your resolutions. Balance Shared is produced and edited by me, Michelle Astley. The instrumental music, Grass, by Silent Partner, is from the YouTube Audio Library. If you've enjoyed today's episode, leave a review, especially on Apple Podcasts. If you've loved the messages of co-creating a better future and digging into ourselves, maybe you'd like to become a supporter. Email hello at michelleastley.com to get your sponsorship guide. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is Michelle Astley with Balance Shared, a space where I truly believe we are better together.